invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legend. Yo, episode 253. Look who's back from <laughs> back from the vid. Uh, three, sir. Cinquenta tres. Then which were two fifty four? You messed up. Okay, anyway, you put uh, that in the group chat. Damn snitching. Uh, Mister COVID brain is back. <laughs> oh my god, this fool got COVID. I would. I didn't say nothing until yeah, so right now. Until I showed up live. No, you said it first. You said back from the vid. I'm gonna start tweeting it now too. <laughs> I don't care if you have COVID. It's not illegal to get COVID. <laughs> I'm going to be like, hey, y'all, see that COVID? He died. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be doing a new show about reporting on every single article from the Shade Room. Exactly. Um, episode 253, Caesar's back. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. I mean, not a whole lot, but we're going to do like a little fake uh, Champions League preview, final preview. Talk about uh, Caesar's boy Erling Holland going to Man City. Talk about I got some questions from uh, ESPNFC, and uh, we'll talk about the latest rap beef between uh, Patrice Evra and uh, Pep Guardiola. I'm down. New rap beef and then football. But yeah. Caesar, how you feeling, Doc? Feeling okay. Um, this fool like, said that water tastes like metal. I was like, you got COVID, dog. <laughs> yeah, that water was tasting. The first day I had COVID, water was so disgusting. And then I, I have like this, um, I have this sugarless grape juice I like to make, like powder. It's like sugar, like sugar free. It's called Kool Aid, sir. <laughs> Kool Aid is definitely not sugar free. Um, <laughs> it's called Kool Aid. <laughs> Kool Aid's not sugar. Okay, no matter what, it's called Kool Aid. Right. I got COVID brain. I'm, I'm still trying to be human again. Um. When I drank that, the like the first day I was sick, I was like, "This is atrocious!" Like it tasted disgusting, and I was so sad because I'm like, "This is it always tastes so good." Then mm-hmm. I was drinking my water. I was like, "My water tastes hella metallic." Mm-hmm. And I, I scrubbed, I scrubbed my hydro flask three times, thinking I like left soap in there, and then I air sun dried it, drank it again. The water still tasted nasty, but now water's tasting good again. That's good. You're a real goblin baby right now, drinking grape Kool-Aid, talking about it's my favorite drink right it's now. It's my favorite. It's so refreshing, dog. Caesar's really out here getting 10 cent uh, uh, packet. I put, it, I put the little powder in my in my Brita filter and I sh- shake it up like that. And I'd be in there like mixing it. And then I was so excited to have a, I was going to drink the whole barrel when I was had COVID. And I was like, wow, I just can't have this. This is disgusting. I just let it sit in my fridge and I cried. Literally? But no. COVID has sucked. Um, I don't have like the the worst parts anymore, which is probably the headache and uh, fever, because usually when I have a fever, like it's like this battle to go to sleep and then I go to sleep and I wake up and I feel a little better. But in COVID, you're waking up and you're just feeling garbage even more. It's like almost like going to sleep made it worse because your body temperature is like ex- increasing while you're sleeping and then it wakes you up. So it's just it was really bad for two days. Um, day three was like only good because the previous two days were horrible. So now I don't have any aches anymore, but I still have a lot of reoccurring headaches and like a lot of fatigue. So I'm even scared. Imagine how be if I started working out, I probably get so tired. Like, um, but that's why I'm like probably the most sad or concerned about is like my fatigue level when it comes to doing stuff. I like like soccer and all that. That's what I'm worried about. But the headaches have been probably the most annoying thing I'm dealing with right now. 
Well, um, if I could give any advice, I'd say go get yourself some zinc pills. Uh, that'd be good for you. Thank you. Um, but anyway, Caesar got that gone Kool Aid man out here. <laughs> Wish I could show you my 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 Brita. Uh, is it purple? That's crazy. It's big purple. I'm really mad about it's that. This big and it's purple. We I gotta am, come over sometime and have some doubt. I, I'll pass. Um, Caesar, what do you think about this uh, Champions League final we got coming up? We got Real Madrid versus Man City. I'm sorry, Liverpool, Liverpool. Liverpool versus Man City? No, Liverpool versus Real Madrid. Okay. I already disrespect Real Madrid. I can respect it. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm a little I'm, – there's some good headlines coming in. There's like this weird Mo Salah revenge tour. That he's like sending out there as if I'm, I'm like, look, this is cute, but you're not that guy. Um, like, I know you most all you're a sweetheart. You're not that guy. You're a little sweetie. <laughs> and um, Sergio Ramos don't even play there no more. Sergio, like, who are you revenge toward? Like, literally, we're going to have probably Nacho and Millie Town playing. Like, like, who are you going to do this to? Like, Sergio Ramos was a psycho. So, like, he did that. And did I did I look the other way? Yes, I did. At the time, I absolutely looked the other way. I, look. It's not my job to make calls as a ref. I'm not a ref. I don't make the calls. If they don't make the calls, hey. <laughs> but did I say it to Bam in person that was absolutely illegal? Yes. <laughs> I was like, that's very dirty. And it's I hate dirty plays. That was, it was dirty. dirty. Yeah, it was dirty. It wasn't like it wasn't like he, he got away with it. I'll say that. He got away it, with it. You know what it was? It was a classic, like if you if you're talking about basketball, it's like vet sneak dirty play. It was like exactly. a vet sneak dirty play where you're just like. You know they brought this dude in just to get this this guy injured real quick. That's all he did. Mm-hmm. But like that was how it felt, and like I didn't feel crazy about it because I've seen it so much in history. You're literally you have a problem. That I mean, half your mouth is covered, so no one even knows you're eating. It's only your eyeball showing when you talk to me. Why are you snitching right now? <laughs> you just showed it. <laughs> Nobody watches her. Oh yeah, we get two views on YouTube. No more. Sorry, guys. We our YouTube is real rough, so please like and subscribe to YouTube. <laughs> God Lord, we're averaging one point two views a video, and there's two of us on the show. We can't even get two views on a damn YouTube. <laughs> It's like we don't even watch our own content. That's how rough it is. But please follow us on our YouTube and subscribe. But um, <laughs> no, like that was a dirty play. The headlines are good. I think I'm the, the are there some sca- things I'm scared about when it comes to the matchup against Liverpool. Um, that's another classic team that can if Real Madrid is sleeping, they can punish us real quick. Um, they also have depth, which is dangerous for Real Madrid too. They have some they have some hitters that come off that bench. Like, um, I think Brahim Diaz, but when he comes on, like Luis Diaz, like when he comes on, like he he's he's a really good like six man basically he comes on and he makes an instant impact. And it's because literally it's because he has a foot. Like you just give him two feet and he cranks that ball. I'm like, I, I the damn Colombian. <laughs> like you get give him some space, he's gonna punish you. So I'm excited to see it though. I think Real Madrid is still has a really good chance. Um a lot of their bench guys played um over the weekend. Um and I watched the whole game because I miss soccer so much. Um and actually I'm a freak. I actually really enjoy these games because I get to see the other dudes play. I love it. Like people ain't watching it. I'm watching that game beginning and I'm noting people. I'm like, oh Peter, he's back. Okay. All right, Peter with that fro. I see you out there, dog. Um, I'm watching, I'm watching Vallejo. I'm like, okay, Vallejo, you're getting it cracking on defense. Uh uh-huh. So I had fun. I was getting my little scout on. That was fun for me. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be a good matchup. I'm excited for it. 
honestly, I feel like I feel like uh, City is more of a team that's like harder to defend against than Liverpool. I think that Real Madrid match up well against Liverpool. Um, <clears throat> like honestly, I feel like PSG is a harder matchup for uh, Real Madrid than Liverpool. Luis Diaz obviously is really good, but um, and like well, the starting lineup, I would imagine. Luis Diaz might end up starting. Um, Maybe. But anybody in that front three that could be in that front three between Salah, Mane, Jota, Luis Diaz, Firmino, mm-hmm. I don't really see them as like such a threat to Real Madrid's defense. Because I feel like the worst thing that can happen to Real Madrid is like somebody getting beat one on one and then like being able to cause damage. Um, None of those players are really like that dynamic to really beat who Real Madrid has defensively one v one. So I, I like I mean obviously we don't know what's going to happen, but when I think about the matchup, I feel like Real Madrid has a kind of a clear advantage, um, barring any. In- I mean, if 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 Benzema gets hurt in between, then then yeah, that's over for Real Madrid. Um, but. And then when I think about Real Madrid def- uh, offensively, like uh, they're they're getting really disrespected out here. Um, Real Madrid's mm-hmm. once again, it th- Real Madrid's getting disrespected in multiple ways. Oh, in the media, mm. um, they were disrespected in the past on all their accomplishments, right? Like before, of course, when Real Madrid won five or four championships, um, three in a row, it was like almost like no one even cared. I think that's. But, like, let's say the, when the Lakers won three in a row, it's one of the most talked about things in history, like in basketball. Like, people talk about it still. Like, people talk about dynasties all the time. And, like, that dynasty is, like, barely talked about. It's, like, we skip to, like, Barcelona wins all the time. And, like, it's completely disregarded. Um, and now the disrespect is, like, oh, they suck. Like, it's not as – they're not the they're not a good team. They're not as good of a team. But it's crazy to me because it's, like, I thought – are we – like, especially people like Steve Nichols, like, are we, like – in athletic competition is that what we're doing i feel like we're in athletic competition and what is the basis of competition in general it's about may the best player win the best team win right it's about winning him it's about the best team win it's not about oh they have a better team whatever you know who had the better team real madrid because real madrid won like man city is not a better team than real madrid because they lost no you lost yeah psg is worse than all them because they lost I don't care if you rate people individually good on a team. Your team sucks because you lost. It's and, just, and, it, it is what it is. Like a point blank period. Hey, I'm being extra about it, but like your team is worse than Real Madrid because you lost, dog. And and honestly, like the only way I could see that argument is if they lost on penalties. Like if you lose on penalties, like maybe you can make an argument. Because if, if penalty- the game is zero zero. And it's been fucking 150 minutes and two legs, and you lost on PK. Sure, like, yeah, like maybe even when it's even when it's one to two, two to one, or one one, I'm like, ah, away goals are weird. Fine, but like, it it's no away goals. There was no PKs. It was yeah. straight up who got the most goals. Deadass, you lost. Whoa, whoa, unmute sees. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree. It, it's really unfortunate. Well. There's a I don't know what it is about the Real Madrid hate in the pop like in the mainstream soccer media. I don't know what, why that is. Um, but when you look of when you look at like the team 
through like the back line, the midfield and the forwards, I think that Real Madrid has a clear advantage. Like I'm going to pick Mindy over Robertson. Um, like, okay. Virgil van Dyke is a good player, but I'm going to be honest. Like he's not so dynamic. Like he's big. He's like tall. He's like confident. He knows how to use his body well, but he's not like, he's not like so fast. I would start him over Alaba, but like still, I don't think he's like crazy dynamic. I'm a, honestly like, I'm going to be honest with you as center back. I would, I mean, it's going to sound crazy for sure. I'll start Nacho or Alaba over him. I'll right. like, you know what? Van Dyke compares to Militao for me. Like they're both tall. I think Militao's faster than him now, but like they're both tall. They use their body well. Um, but like Virgil Van Dyke against like Vinicius Jr. is like a wash. Like, well, well, I'll say this: I think if you're talking about making a real team, you can't have. I don't think it's very good to have a Militao and a Virgil Van Dyke. I no. think that's why people don't really understand how good Real Madrid's defense is, is because the other teams have like very traditional old school big guys in the back running around. Real Madrid goes, we have one big tall athletic guy who can do it all still. Yeah. And then we have another guy who's smaller, who's like very good in his feet, very mobile, very dynamic. And when you have that combo, that's dangerous. It's 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 like when like uh Medell used to play back center back for Chile sometimes. Like yeah, it's it he may not be like a, a heading monster, but he's a pest, he's frustrating, he you can't get away from him. Because in soccer, you just need to mark people, to be honest. Like, yeah. you can mark, you can get away with not having size by being able to just be marking people and playing good and being like fast and aggressive. Exactly. Van Dyke is good, like to clear corners and set pieces. Like, he's great for that. But, yeah. like, in the and open- even his size, this stuff is great. He does a lot of really good things, but he's not a dynamic, like a not like he's not like a play anywhere player. Like, Nacho can no. play anywhere. He's not like Rudiger. Like Rudiger, like gets that yeah, rock. He, he goes up there. Like he's not like that. When I watch not Van Dyke play, he's very stoic. You know, he has like that movement where it's like he just reminds me of like a power forward. You know, it's like he's exactly. he has an instant presence. If you get in a straight line, he can make it real hard for you to pass him. Like you're not gonna like necessarily burn the hell out of him. Like he's gonna make it hard for you to pass. He's tough. And he's a great defender. Bam is actually one of the original people showing him love back in the day. No, he's a, he's good. We, we talked about how good Van Dyke. This is not a Van Dyke. This he's well, changed. He's changed since that ACL though. He did. He, it's a little bit different, and everybody's a little bit different after ACL. for sure. It is what it is. Yeah, um, but I think there's a big difference between players like him and like a Rudiger. A Rudiger like. Rudiger feel he feels very versatile, and Rudiger also is like he has like this very intense speed about him. Like exactly when you watch him play, like his his bad plays are as a result of his like defensive mindset. Like when I watch him make a bad play, like a, a foul, some of that, I'm like, it's because he's just like if he's there one second earlier, it's a phenomenal play. It's just it is what it is. It's like kind of Vinga, like he'll get the yellow card. But you'll see that tiger like, damn, that's a really good defensive play. Because, like, that's just – that's the life that him, Casemiro, those kind of defenders, like, they live that risk. But that's what makes them so good. And they have this, they have the athleticism to make up for those mistakes too. Exactly. What's the name? Um, so, honestly, I'll pick Real okay. Madrid center backs over Liverpool center backs. Um, that's still a tough one for me, but I can actually res- – I can absolutely respect your stance. Yeah. Right back, I'm – like, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold and either – Danny Carvajal and and or Lucas Vasquez like Trent Alexander Arnold's better than them, but it ain't like that crazy. Um, 
Uh, midfield, I'm going to pick uh, Real Madrid's midfield over Liverpool's midfield. And the forwards, like, yeah, like Liverpool has better players, but, uh, well, Liverpool has better wingers. Salah and Mane, like, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but, Mohamed Salah is not making those runs like he used to. He's not getting out in open space like he used to, like jetting down the field. Um, Mane, that, that's not even how Mane he can plays. He's been for so many years, dog. Yeah, Mane doesn't play like that. So, like, when you're when you're talking about Vinicius Jr. and Benzema, and, like, we don't know who's going to start on the right. But, like, honestly, I'm going to take them two over what Liverpool's doing. Right now, I am. It's hard, but I'm I'm because although Luis Diaz can do some of what Vinicius Jr. does, he's not like I, I would pick Vinicius Jr. over him. But mm. when, when you're talking about Benzema too, and just the way that Benzema connects with the midfielders and stuff, like it, it, it makes it hard, dude. Honestly, I, it, I mean, let's keep it real. Let's keep hmm. it real. Wingers wise, I'm taking Mane and Salah. Like I and I love Rodrigo and Vinny. Like. I love these dudes. Like it make watching them play watching where you come and feel makes me smile. Especially as like when it's players that you followed since day one, like you've watched them in like Castilla highlights and you see the journey and they're they're And me and bam both watched the, the, the season after Ronaldo left from Real Madrid was having a rough time. And Vinny played like 33 games. And you're just watching this kid, like try to make it. You're like, it's great to see this talent that's grown. Now, I don't, I, now, right now, today, if I'm, like, doing, like, picking up for the play, like, I'm going to pick up Salah and Mane as overall better players. Like, I'm still going to do that. But yes. if I'm talking about the trident, like, the three top versus the three, I'm going to pick Real Madrid because I think it's not really being talked about as much as the best striker in the world right now is Benzema. And, like, no matter what lineup you have, and they've done this in history, when you have a nine – that's the best, it, it makes up for everything. It doesn't even matter if the guys next to you are great or not. That nine being elite will make people better around him. Like he's the person that no matter who's playing, if it's a Cencio and, 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 and we have a uh, uh, Ceballos, I don't care, or whatever, a Cencio and anybody playing winger, like anybody, it doesn't matter because when Benzema touches the ball, you get this weird feeling that like, don't, don't give this man space. Like, don't even play around because he can make something happen no matter what. He he he's in incredible form right now. He's extremely dangerous and his play style makes people around him better too. Sure. Meanwhile, Liverpool's play style is a system. So they can just plug people in that middle for the false nine no matter who it is. Sometimes Mane's there. Firmino used to be there. Uh Jota's there. They're just putting people in there because the system works great. But Real Madrid it's not going to be like that. It's 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 Benzema is so good that he's he's like elite. He makes the position better overall because exactly. you've seen Real Madrid when when Benzema was out, it was rough, dog. It, no, it was terrible. It was very rough. Like it's yeah. not a system at all. It's a lot of it is like yeah, we have a formation, but it's not the system that's a res- result of the goals. It's the player. Like the player himself is actually that good. He's making this happen for the team. Yeah, so exactly. overall, I'm picking Real Madrid's offense. But if we're just talking straight wingers, I'm picking Liverpool's, and which is fair. Like. And it's the tough one. That's not an easy pick. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like, I mean, I might even regret it. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, it's like when I'm when I'm when I'm seeing Liverpool Liverpool play recently, when I watched them play against um Aston Villa, like Aston Villa sucks, but like they like Mohamed Salah is just like not the same. And um 
Mane is still good, but like, it's not like how it used to be. Like, it's still like, you know, I don't know if they're just like getting older or they just play a lot of matches. Um, you know, they, 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 there's a lot of miles on those legs for them too. Um, Jota's good up the, in that false nine position. Firmino doesn't really get so much playing time. Um, I feel like Luis Diaz does add an element for them that's like better. Like, I feel like I would, if I was a clap, I would put Mane in that false nine and put Luis Diaz on the left. Which is usually when Luis Diaz comes in, Mane slides over. Yeah. Um, and maybe like try to bring the Jota later, depending. Um, he, you know what Luis Diaz reminds me of? It reminds me of Sorverton, where it's like he comes in, yeah. he tries to get on that right foot because you know it's going to be lethal. Like he just yeah. needs to get, he needs to get on that right foot. Yeah. But, but he's a, he's a worker. Like he, no, he's he a, really good he, he gets, he's a really good player. Yeah, they, no, they came up. That, that was a, that was a great um, transfer for them. One of my favorite teams, too, Porto. <sighs> no, for you. Um, but yeah, um, it's going to be a good final. Like I'm excited for it. Um, I'm glad we don't have some all EPL final. Thank God. Yeah, it's going to be dope. It's going to be a good match. Hopefully, there's no injuries um, that are consequential on either team yeah. before this match. Um, but I was nervous around Madrid wasn't subbing some people out. Like, please sub them out. Please sub some out. Sub them out, please. Please sub them out. <laughs> like, don't be leaving Vinny on to so long that he gets a hat. Like, I don't want to Vinny sweat sweat in a second minute, but can we sub him out now? Yeah, he has <laughs> our hat trick. Can he get out the can he get him out of the game? He has a hat trick. Let's get him out. <laughs> um, but anyway, speaking of uh, EPL, Caesar, we got the big news recently that um your boy Erling, Julius Erling, uh <laughs> uh Holland. Uh, Netherlands. Julius, that'd be great if his name was Julius. Is going to Man City. Um, I think it was like seventy million pounds the transfer. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about it? Holland's a little ratchet, baby. He really is. He, he I've watched that video of him yelling at the dudes in the club, which is great. Um, you can tell he's a little, he's a little, he's a little ratchet thug, baby. Um, that's a great move by Man City. Um. They they back to back off seasons where they're really getting it cracking. Um, the homie Alvarez out there playing and and Heave at Plate doing oh, his Wait thing. a minute! Oh no! Your boy about to get extra loaned. Oh, I forgot. Hope about he enjoys Liberta Doris. Your boy's about to be out there. I mean, we don't even that. I mean, that's the thing. Like, Damn, it's all, you don't even know if he's ready. Like, you, you, it's a who process. who Julian Alvarez. You don't know if he's ready. You stop! No, stop! See, you just being. He ain't even. He even put his foot in Europe yet, but he ain't seen none yet. He's he's a, you're a you're a Boca Juniors fan. That's why I would never cheer for our team team as long as my life depended on it. <laughs> now, sometimes with never mind. I'm not gonna say what I do. Like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm not gonna say what I do. <laughs> Anyways, uh, River sometimes play? I'd be leaving insane comments on the YouTube section. <laughs> On their videos, on replace videos, I'm like, all these guys is busters <laughs> in plain English, too. And I get no likes, um, yeah, whatever, though. Hey, Did look, you... Copa Libertadores River played is top of their group, no, no losses, whatever. They were playing like Colo Colo, dog. Who cares? First of all, okay, yeah, that's a good team. They're playing Fortaleza, too. Fortaleza sucks. I mean, whatever they made. They're it. just Nordeschi, though. They're Nordeschi. Yeah, they're, they're the real one, actually. They're not the real Nordeschi. They're the real one. No, they were discovered second. <laughs> and they also are. I don't see no Victoria in no damn. Their name is okay, bro. Victoria is not going to play Nordeschi anytime soon. Yeah, exactly. My <laughs> almost got relegated. I'm praying for that relegation. <laughs> it's too stupid. Um, okay, wait a minute. But okay. Um, mm. So you think it's a good transfer? I think it's a good transfer because the one I think we've talked about consistently since when Kuna Guerra was not there with Man City is that their one big issue is they don't have that. Well, 
I'll say Garbage Juice has been doing it recently where he's like just kind of launching a little bit. He's had a little, he's had a little couple weeks. He does that. He's good for a contract extension because he kind of gets a cracking for a couple weeks and then he's gone for 20 games. <laughs> but um uh and I've been over him for a long time. He 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 fell off for me. Um and ever since that Copa America, like you fell off hard, dog. I'm mad at you. Big um, sidewalk painter. Yeah, sidewalk painter and that crazy red card he got. I'm like, you're you were actually oh, yeah. have, oh, you actually God. have mental issues, and I'm just gonna respect you by not talking <laughs> hey, about you. Man. I, I said I'm gonna respect you by not talking about you. I, I'm respecting I, him. I actually want to see that again. <laughs> it's absolutely just losses. Uh, that man has CTE. That's a problem. He has CTE, I think. And maybe he had COVID brain like me. Um <laughs> no, but like that's a good signing because obviously he's insanely dangerous. Um yeah. He's scary. Like he's a scare. Like that's not a guy. Like when you get matched up, like yay, <laughs> you're like you're like damn dog. We about to work today. Like any defender is gonna be. Like, yeah, we're gonna be grinding today. Um, I think that the only obstacle he really has is himself in terms of like how good well, he's gonna okay. do. Wait a minute, because I'm gonna ask a question about like that part after. Okay, um, but I'll just say this. I think it's a great signing, Man City. It's a phenomenal signing. You see their excitement. Like Pep is like giddy. Um, that that's what they've needed is like a a replacement of Kuhn is like if you're not gonna get another player like Kunaguero, you need to get a guy who's just like an absolute force, and that's what he is. Like he's gonna sit in that middle and do whatever the hell he wants. The only issue is that he's a lefty, also, which is gross. But yeah, he is lefty, but he's two footed though. He's he 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 masks it well though. He does. Oh my god, he literally just kicked this dude in the face. I don't know how he just, he's a. I don't how know how you're arrested to, for this. You should, go, you should get assault charges for this. No, he shouldn't be allowed to play anymore. That's, you shouldn't that's be able insane. to get called up anymore. That's an insane foul. Like I don't know how somebody didn't break his face. He on did that, like, and I went and was like, I got to find a new player to like, and now I like Cunha from um, Athletic Atleti. Madrid. I just hate that he's on Athletic, but I'm like, damn, this guy's a baller. But I'm like, you. now my heart goes to you because Gigi's is just literally an insane person. <laughs> it's an insane person. Um. Okay. I have some other questions in regards to um, uh, Holland to Man City, mm-hmm. but I also got one about Vinicius Jr. Um, so this is a question that they asked on, um, you know, I'm going to ask this one first, actually, because you, you were just mentioning like, um, like himself being an obstacle. Whoa. What? You all right? It says we're out of time. This meeting's going to end in 10 minutes. Oh, dang, I see that. Oh, damn, did they change it? Okay, well, let's hurry up. All right. <laughs> um, okay. Um, okay, actually, okay, so how could it not work for uh, Holland? You were saying, like, it could not work. Like, I think Holland is, like, really good at a very young age and, like, very dominant. I think it's good to be good when you're young, but when you're dominant, it's a little bit scary about how you're going to be mentally as a player. Mm-hmm. Um, Premier League is rough. Um, it can be rough play. Even watch someone like Ronaldo, like, it can be like where, where it's hard for you too. So I think what shut up with Holland. I think like I'm just afraid that like he might get in the way of himself sometimes, and he might not like his uh, like his attitude. His or... attitude might be an issue when it comes to Premier League. Um, but like like I said, he's 21 years old. Like damn, you're, you're gonna have that edge. You know what I mean? And even Ronaldo when he was 21 in Man in Man U, he was having issues too with his attitude. But like, um, it's something I think he could be fine with. But that's the only obstacle I'd be a little bit concerned with if I'm scouting him as a, as a scout. Yeah, and also he's a really big body, and I feel like that in soccer, like soccer's not really, especially as a forward, is not really made for that. There's only been a few exceptions. No, I'm saying, but like as a sport overall, it's not really made for like that big, heavy body like that. And he's had some injury problems already, which is normal, like whatever. He could end up having more injury problems. Um, And also I would say like 
he's Manchester City, like Pep likes to play a certain system in a certain way. He's never played like that. And we don't know if he's going to be able to like work with that. I mean, I'll say this though, as, as a counterpoint, he has been in like German coaching, like the, in a German program. So maybe I'm, I'm sure he's might be conducive to that. I think it'd be fine. Nobody um, plays like Pep though, dude. No, he does. I think, I think personally it'd be fine. Okay. We'll see. Um, okay. How do you think Harry Kane's feeling about, um, uh, Holland going to city because it was supposed to be uh, Harry Kane going there last season. And yeah, then yeah, I'm going to be stuck here in London forever. Seriously. <laughs> I'm um, be stuck at a windless club for the rest of my life. Can you see Harry? Like, where could Harry Kane go? No I think way. he's going to die there, dog. Yeah, you, you're right. He's okay, gonna Caesar. Die at Tottenham, then he's going to go play for Bristol City. <laughs> okay. Also, Caesar, this is a question on ESPN FC. Do you think Vinicius Jr. will end up having a better career than Neymar? Ooh, damn, dog. Career in terms of accolades? Just whatever, dog. I'm going to say no. I know Neymar hasn't won a World Cup, but that guy has done a lot. It's been a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, very early. Well, I don't know. I don't know what Vinicius' trajectory is like. I don't know what the contract negotiations are like right now. I don't know what the deal is with him. He looks very happy and prideful, and damn, do they love him out there. They go crazy about him. He's a little rock star there. Um, but to say the Neymar thing, damn, that's rough and early. Like Neymar is damn near about to pass Pele in goals for the national team. So it's like, I wait and see. It's too much right now. I, right now, I'm going to say no. I think that okay, that's hard. Depending on if Neymar, depending on if Neymar is on the team and they win the World Cup this fall, then Neymar will probably redeem himself. But if that doesn't happen, at least Vinicius Junior won't ever have this poor reputation like Neymar has. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. As long, yeah, no, the, the, like, Vinicius right now, as long as he keeps going scot-free, he'll be fine. Yeah, like, he's, like, a likable person. He doesn't, he, he doesn't seem as insane as Neymar. Neymar has, like, he has, Neymar has, like, Disney Channel kid brain. So, it's, like, you don't know what's going on over there. Um, <laughs> You don't know what could have. You know, Disney Channel kids be wilding out when they're older. Is Neymar like, the Orlando Brown of soccer? He's a... <laughs> <laughs> is that his yeah, name, Yeah, when you watch the documentary, you're like, this is definitely a Disney Channel kid. God damn it. Wasn't that his name, Orlando Brown? They were, like, offering a whole pipe dream to him around when he was 12. That, that's definitely what you're... It's just too much. Vinicius Jr. just trying out here trying to get some disco dancing on. He's just trying to vibe. That, that's going to be the name of the episode. Is Neymar the Orlando Brown Do not do that, Tyler. See, that's, I'm going to do insane. it. That's I'm so... Gonna... That's hurtful to the culture. I'm not doing <laughs> I'm that's so bad, dog. Caesar, can you give me a picture? I'm not doing no. Caesar, I'm, not doing this. I'm not doing Orlando. Is Neymar the Orlando Brown of soccer? That's a horrific title. That's horrific. Do you understand how bad that is, dog? That I don't care. Same person. I don't care. I'll make any ice cream. Come on, dog. I'll make the picture myself. Okay, Caesar. <laughs> Okay, we don't have enough time to really get into this, but um, Patrice Evra went off on Pep Guardiola. Um, and I, I don't know if and you saw my tweets about it. <laughs> I was excited when I saw the videos. I'm like, I can't wait for Ben to talk about this. Um, so um, Patrice Evra, who's a coon, he said that um, Pep doesn't like players that have personality. He said as a coach, he, he, he you know, honestly, like I would actually like to get into this more because Actually, Patrice ever says something that justifies something that we've been saying. Um, I'm gonna 
Okay, I'm just going to read it real fast. It was about him saying, like, oh, he makes it. No, no, no. We're not, I'm not going to let you uh, try to spoil it. I'm not going to let you do that. Come on, look, four minutes. Read. No, okay. This is Patrice Over. He says, he tells you everything you need to do. I remember that Henri, for example, when he was at Barcelona, Guardiola told him to stay wide. But Henri came inside to do a one-two with Messi. He scored, and after the first half, Guardiola put him on the bench. He took him out just because he didn't respect his directives. Um, he said, so yes, he's a... So he's a great coach, but you have to be you have to be careful when you give so much information. We also saw him on the bench before the Real Madrid match, the one they lost. It seems like there are 20 people in his head. His brain is already burning. It's incredible. <laughs> um, he says there is no plan B when they, when they're in trouble. When Man City's in trouble, what do they do? They look at the bench. They don't. They look at the bench. They don't take their responsibilities. Um, now this is what Patrice ever said. He said a coach like Ferguson was not good at tactics, but he said. I'm the boss, but on the pitch, you are. Which is very true. What we've been saying this whole time, there very really true. ain't no tactics, really. There's no tactics. Um, you're just doing the stuff. You, you're, just, you're just doing it. Yeah. Uh, Alex Ferguson was like, I'm just going to get the best players in the world. Uh, I'm going to run all the trainings and stuff. But when they get in the field, they just make it happen. You're going to get good players. You're going to put them in the right position. You're going to tell them where to play. Like, what's the best place for them to play? But they're going to play this sport just like basketball. You've been playing your whole life. There's pretty much only, like, a few things you can do, you know? And this yeah, proves Ever, it. Ever did drop some bars, though. There, about, there was, and there about, was more. But yeah, he but, dropped a little bar right there. Sir Alex Ferguson, one of the most successful coaches ever. And this is a person who's not talking about tactics, just like Jurgen Klopp saying, keep it simple. Pep is the only one. Obviously, Pep's been successful, too. But he's the only one that's like the team is super tactical. Mm-hmm. And it seems like in those crunch times, it don't really work sometimes. Yeah, because he doesn't have um, he doesn't have what's it called? Um, he doesn't have like an alteration. He doesn't have like a play yeah. call. Yeah, there's it's no just plan like, B. If this no works, it's been great. But when it doesn't work. Which, which the only thing I can respect is that Pep takes the responsibility for it not yeah, working. He does. But like, really, like when you when you're like just getting over, it's like too much information. It's like, okay, we'll do this, do this. When the other team is just playing the same sport you play when you're eight. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like I, I kind of want to get into it some more next time. But I'm definitely naming this episode uh, is Neymar the Orlando Brown soccer. I'm doing that. I don't care. <laughs> and I'll picture I'm a, is Caesar the Orlando Brown soccer. No, dog, don't do that, dog. <laughs> don't name this episode is Neymar the Orlando Brown soccer. That's, <laughs> That's actually atrocious. <laughs> this is really bad. Orlando Brown kind of had that one cool song though. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, Patrice ever said he's like he, he he said like he takes away your responsibilities, and it's like like as a, if the player's playing PlayStation, he like like forces you to do something. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting thing. Obviously, Pep hit back and yeah. um, was saying so like, we, "Oh, so basically, we whooped your ass though." Yeah, which is like mm, okay. that's not what he's talking about. But good try. Yeah, I mean, I'm down for the 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 the, the hood comeback, but it's like that's not really anything. Yeah, but I I want to hear the tracks when they come out. We made a podcast. Please check out our YouTube. It's dying right now. It's absolutely dying with one view per person. There's two of us on the show. We both need to watch our videos. Like, subscribe, follow us on Twitter. We made a podcast. Please get our numbers back up. And also, uh, 
holla back. <laughs> Kobe Bryant. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. No invitations, we showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. Showed up and made it. It can get scary when you legendary. You legendary.